0: Hello everyone, welcome. Thanks so much for tuning on in and listening to this podcast. I'm Ben Vallejo on behalf of SAS Music, and this is the Saskatchewan Studio Spotlight, all about shining the spotlight on the wonderful studios we have in the province and the people behind them. In this episode, we are speaking with Josh Palmer out of Saskatoon at the Recording House. We're going to get to the interview with him right away. But first, we're going to start off with a sample track of Josh's duo, The Sunset Kids, which he produces the music for as well as plays in. We're going to listen to one of their latest singles. song's called Brave. Got a great music video up on YouTube as well. Check that out. And the track will kick us off for this edition of the Saskatchewan Studio Spotlight. Stay. Happy to have you here, Josh. How's the day going, my man?
1: Uh, it's going really good. I'm so grateful that uh, you guys could take the you know day and to talk a little bit out of your busy schedule about uh, studios around the province. And uh, I'm just grateful to be one that you asked to do it. So
0: Very happy to have you and uh, taking the time out of your schedule as well there too, Joshua. We'll yeah. really appreciate it. I want to sort of roll back to the early days. Studio has been in, in existence for a little while here too in the province. Mm-hmm. But I want to get back to what sort of got you into producing and engineering and then what sort of got you going into creating the studio and creating that sort of setup?
1: nice yeah those are those are great questions um coming into uh doing recording and engineering uh it was actually my dad i grew up in a musical family and my dad has uh, played keyboards for a long time and uh with many many awesome working working bands on the weekends and he also had his own sound sound system that he'd rent out and so when i was a kid you know and be like you know seven or eight years old i'd be lugging, you know, 15 inch, uh, you know, some woofers and speakers into the trailer and totally roadie, (laughs) a little roadie guy. And like, I think he had me doing monitors for one of his shows when I was about like 10 or 11. And uh, a buddy of mine was recalling when we were doing this outdoor gig and he looked over and he saw this 10 year old kid at the monitor console and was like, what is what what is this like what's and and just like do you want more vocal (laughs) i just you know sit there and just like tweak the knobs and and i I always had an interest in it and of course being a musician i always had a sound it's always been about the sound and the song and so uh, my dad got me my first uh four track cassette recorder when i was around 12 or 13 which really just opened my eyes to what you could do possibly with multi-tracking and layers and and really recording your own music and obviously I had a natural affinity to sound you know helping my dad out with all that stuff and i just kind of went from there and all of a sudden just you know started you know producing my music and then helping my friends produce theirs and then by the mid 2000s i was Already doing live sound across the country, and uh, I opened uh, opened up a PM recording, which was the first first kind of uh, formation of my studio with uh, one of my band members, and uh, that was above Amigos, and we were there for you know five, six, I think seven years, and uh, yeah, never looked back. So,
0: wow, cool, man! Ten years old then doing the monitor mix. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> I know It was so funny, and it's just like you know, I I you know maybe looked. A little older than 10 maybe I looked like 12 but was still a kid behind the the console you know helping bands and and I don't just always thought it was neat and just always knew what I wanted to do from an early age so
0: that's very cool man yeah and like you say sort of the that family influence there for sure for it and um, then uh, it sort of went like you said a little bit of that dabbling style and then kind of more on sort of the live mixing side of things then before it became a full sort of studio setup then
1: yeah so I, I gained a lot of experience just in in, in sound uh, from a bunch of live live sound engineer mentors that I had growing up and you know from here to vancouver and and uh it really you know they taught me about you know, you know accuracy and tone and and uh, and then really that kind of applied to you know the the two aren 't really different that right. different in the same except you know you have to put through you know something through a live huge speaker system that could potentially feed back but the art of it is still the same mixing and you know getting tones and mic placements and feels you know they're still yeah. very similar
0: yeah uh, still dabble in that live performance side of things too then or mostly the shift to the studio side
1: well not this year yeah with uh, COVID sorry, going yes, on yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but up until yeah no my my band is the uh, the Sunset Kids and um yeah and um, I was producing, I produced and record the music for it. And so that was a, a pretty cool nod that, um, the songs that, um, uh, I, I recorded and produced here at the recording house studios got the attention, of of a major label. And like 604 is one of the, you know, most supportive, uh, big indie labels in Canada. And, you know, they have Carly Rae Jepsen and Marianna's trench and Jojo Mason and Dallas Smith, you know, some great, great artists. And so it was, it was very cool. Just, uh, To get the nod from, you know, big city like that and be like, hey, your productions stand up, you know, your and your songs stand up. And it all started here in Saskatchewan. So
0: well, and that's a super good sign, like you say, and that that encouragement to come uh from from the label that way too, for sure. Yeah. 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 Let's talk a little bit about the studio process, the recording process for you. How do you like to sort of approach the recording process? give me kind of a little rundown if if someone's booking a session with you i guess
1: for sure it really depends on the artists and what they what they want to achieve um if it's a full band um you know i'll get together with the band to talk about pre-production of songs and if they want me as producer then i'll definitely you know help them with arrangements and tones and all that stuff but if i'm just capturing you know the band and their sound then then you know we'll get into the studio we'll start you know with with drums uh drums and bass really experiment with um different instruments swap out snares really kind of find the the most appropriate tones for for what they're going for but if it's more on like the pop side or the country side we'll kind of start to you know basically you know a demo and arrange the song and especially if i'm producing i'll just start with uh you know, with the with the drum pad and build the song up from there digitally. Nice, you know, just, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like just this idea and kind of a roadmap for where the song will go, and then we'll decide afterwards when we got you know most of the the instrumentation recorded if we want to go back do live drums, maybe you know add a live bass player or not. But a lot of the the pop and country stuff that I do is you know can be you know really utilized sort of in the box that way and. And I've got enough experience now that I, I kind of like, there's a feel that happens. And when, I, and when I find that energy and emotion and that feel, then I'm, you know, I'm on to something. So
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense for sure. With uh, even like across, as you're saying, genres and styles, then if you're finding mm-hmm. that feel or sort of hone into that feel then for the artist. Yeah
1: yeah yeah and that goes that goes with the you know the band stuff too like it, it, when we finally do have all the sounds that we want to get, it really is all about finding that right performance and that feel and it, you know it it's either it can happen like that or you can spend hours getting that uh that right take of uh, of the song and but once you once you find it, once you feel it, you know you know it
0: yeah and it's sort of palpable there in the in the space, right yeah. everyone kind of gets that nice smile on the face for it yeah, yeah
1: absolutely
0: um, do you, do you find that artists usually come to you with sort of the majority of the production work there is you know full tracks, full projects ready to go? And here they're coming to you, and then and, and they've got their ideas in mind. Or is is there those times for artists coming to you with, you know, I've got kind of rough outlines of songs and I'm looking to kind of hone it in. Is there one or the other that sort of shows up more? Or?
1: Absolutely. I think it's about 50 50. Like, um,
0: I was working
1: with uh, the lead singer from Tusu Monsoon, Gregory Orr, and uh, he kind of came in with uh, some awesome home recordings that he did. And he was just like, I want to replace the piano because of. We got a few kind of choice keyboards in my studio, and other than that he was like what what, what do you hear like you know um you know do you hear a bit of drums And I'm like so I really you know really helped him out and got involved in the production end of things, and so we added some kind of more orchestral productions and as far as drums go, we added some um some profit, some profit bass, uh you know some layers of synthesizers. And uh, and we replaced uh, for him. We replaced his uh, his digital piano with a. I'm lucky to have a, an old Yamaha uh, CP80, actual grand piano, but it's portable. There's there's a harp section in it, like like you actually there's strings inside of it, and uh, it all comes apart for touring, and like wow, you know yeah. El- yeah like Elton John, Supertramp all these big artists you too they used to tour with these things but it sounds great recorded and so we replaced that with that always carry the light let darkness fade let it slip or let it slide To shine and always carry the then it's kind of on the other side of the spectrum too where artists like really know what they want to want to achieve. I was fortunate enough to work uh, with Saskatchewan's uh, great rock and roll artists uh, and Seattle guitarists too. He's Seattle and, and Saskatoon, Mr. Rainwolf, a.k.a. Jordan Cook. And uh, we've been doing some stuff here and he does so much pre-production at his house and he comes over and uh, he knows exactly what he wants to do and we will lay down some guitars and bass and maybe a bit of synth and vocals and and he's like, he, he's amazing. He just like he just knows, and he knows when there's feeling, they, then we've achieved something. So, so it really really just kind of depends on the artist. And sometimes it's a you know blank slate, or sometimes they're just like really really focused.
0: Nice. Yeah, and and uh, as you were saying about the fifty fifty, I mean both methods are, you're open to in a sense of you can come in with that blank slate if you like and go through the process with you, or uh-huh. you can have that sort of finished product that maybe you are just replacing some instruments or replacing some parts of the the recording itself. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. You know, that's kind of. I feel that is my role. It's just uh, to to really. To guide them and to, to help them achieve their their musical dream, they, all the artists have you know a specific vision that they they have in mind, some are more uh, flexible with what that vision will be in the end, and either way, it's just the engineer and producer's role to to really just help the artists achieve that vision so
0: yeah, very cool. Uh, leads in nicely to the to our next question we've we've touched oh. on a couple <laughs> examples there too, but some memorable projects, some interesting projects uh, recorded in that space, I guess specifically too.
1: <laughs> yeah, the memorable projects. Well, yeah. Some of the most recent stuff that I've done, especially Greg from Too Soon Monsoon, um, his album is just very cool. Like, and uh, He's such a talented singer and keyboard player. Um, and he was, he, was, he was shocked on how to play the B3 because there's no sustain pedal. And uh, I kind of like gave him the, you know, the one, two and how to use the Leslie and the vibrato. But he was just having such a great time using the actual real thing as opposed to the the digital thing and that was a very yeah. memorable memorable moment and i've been lucky to um to do some uh, some projects for some great saskatchewan artists like recording house uh, the old version we did albums for jen lane smoke killer teresa sakirka um, i did her jazz christmas album at my studio which is pretty cool it's just been fortunate that i've had this studio you know because none of us saw the covid thing coming where it's now releasing music is now have replaced in my opinion has replaced temporarily live music so like really it's so important for artists to be getting more and more music out there currently and and, uh, that's where I've just been so blessed to, to have this studio and help out my friends who, who are here and, uh, and also just be able to release more music with the sunset kids as well.
0: Yeah. Help, help facilitate that man too. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Kind of keep, keep that, uh, community going in that sense for sure. Yeah, with yeah. Without the, the major feature of the live performance, uh, you know, being able to spend time in studio with a gentleman like yourself would be, you know, very fulfilling for folks that are, are probably missing out on that too. So, yeah.
1: Well, I hope so. And it's, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, um, working on a song can be, you know, one of the most magical experiences, you know, you know having something come from such a small vision of just like, a, you know, maybe a guitar and vocal uh, to all of a sudden just having, you know, the full picture, the full painting finally painted, you know, uh, it's a very magical experience. And I'm just so, so grateful that I can help and and, uh, help artists around here
0: completely yeah man um is there uh is there sort of a typical question that comes up all the time from artists or from people looking to book projects with you in the studio there is there something that sort of you you find yourself answering over and over in terms of a question that comes out of people going into Mm -hmm. the recording studio
1: um i think you know one of the more typical questions is just about the recording process itself you know like you know, how we will start, what we're going to focus on and, and really just kind of making that game plan of, you know, if, you know, what songs that they want to record, how they're going to do it. And especially if somebody's new and hasn't really done a lot of recording, you know, they may be a little bit intimidated and, and um, that's kind of why really at the end of the day, I chose to move my studio into my house. You know, even on my website, it says that, you know, it's intimate, and uh, relaxed atmosphere because you know i've recorded in so many studios across canada and you know i get in and it's intimidating like the the sunset kids we did some stuff last year at the armory studios in vancouver and it's a beautiful beautiful studio uh you know worth millions and millions of dollars and as soon as you get in there you're like oh man like the clock's ticking like studio costs a thousand dollars a day oh, right you know, yeah. like And so the pressure is on and that's kind of the, the last thing that you want as as an artist is to have that kind of pressure put on you when you're already nervous about, you know, about the song perhaps, and you're a sensitive, you know, most artists are sensitive like myself. And, and uh, so that's why I'm doing it in the relaxed atmosphere. Like we're in my basement, there's a, you know, it's, it's treated and it sounds great in here, but it's, it's not intimidating, you know, it's just you know, it's just simple. And so I hope you know when people walk through the door that they you know just relax and they're able to kind of get into their creative space.
0: Yeah, I I appreciate that man, especially with the creative process and you know that's that's one thing even with doing a few of these interviews in the sense of big studio however that's defined. Uh, a bit of that coldness maybe, or a bit of that, you know, feeling like you're maybe even imposing, even though this is the space that you chose to record in and you want to record here for, for a number of reasons. Yeah. yeah. Walking into yeah. some of those areas, you kind of get that maybe a little overwhelmed a little intimidated. So for sure. Um, what uh, I noticed even too, in terms of, I mean, there's probably quite a bit of that variety. What's some of the recording or production options that you do offer Projects from the ground up. I see the film composition, some sound and film work there too from you. So we mm-hmm. I mean, just going through uh, a bit of the variety of opportunities that people can have in the space.
1: Yeah, well, I, you know what's been common uh, lately is is people because we've had so much time on our hands and a lot of a lot of artists are you know just just at home. They've been doing home recordings, and and so one of the major things that I've been offering because I have the only analog, you know, mixing facility in Saskatchewan is mixing that. So, like a lot of like even with the Gregory stuff, we didn't replace everything on on his album. Um he had it was like a great great beds already and then we just finished it off and and mixed it through the console and and it's just something magical happens when you take the recording, put it through an actual, you know, analog console just it's all of a sudden the the sonic you know soundscape just goes huge and warm and dynamic and that's been an attractive thing and then of course like i do you know full production you know stuff from um from the ground up you know developing a song and you know doing arrangements or helping with you know you know songwriting as well yeah
0: yeah, co-writing kind of thing yeah co-writing
1: absolutely co-writing and producing and and um there was a country duo that I was doing um, for some gals in town that were still kind of kind of putting their stuff together. But they were coming to me with with the songs like almost just basically, oh, I have got this idea. Like I, I'm humming it, and here's some lyrics, and I think it's in this key. And like I'd be sitting there, you know, with an acoustic guitar and helping them figure out. Okay, these are the chords that you're humming that go over this melody and like from, you know, it it was great, like it was very challenging, but like, you know, from literally them just going (laughs) sort of, sort of thing we were able to develop them into songs. And, and uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, That's another thing. And, and just even like having all the, you know, the guitars and keyboards and all that stuff, you know, people, you know, want to, you know, take their song to a a different level and you want, you want to, want to try some vintage stuff i'm totally totally open to that and using those effect processors and the crazy akg reverb and and uh it's just some unique things that uh can really set your set your music apart
0: Nice, yeah. And like you so say, you're kind of open to that spectrum of, of, of artists getting, to get, getting in touch with you and saying, mm-hmm. you know, this is this or this. Can you help me with this sort of thing? And it, it seems like you can, you know, run, run a long spectrum of, of ways you can help facilitate rather than just yeah. coming yeah. in with these set sort of ideas, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely, because like,
1: you know, um, like Factor Chandelier, he's another amazing Saskatchewan artist. I did two albums for him last year, uh, which was his solo album and he had me basically come in and wanted to mix it we wanted to mix it through the console but i also ended up playing a bunch of stuff on the album i played you know guitar and some keyboard and as far as far as on my soundtrack experience we, we actually layered some orchestra samples that i had onto a couple of the, of the songs as well so i have some playing credits on it as well as mixing Again, with his other album he did a very 70s soul kind of soul funk album with a, with a hip-hop artist named Mike and Nine and, uh, and so that was an interesting thing too where he basically the songs were done and he was like hey do you hear something like do you want to play and I'm like okay I'm you know played a little keyboard thing here and, and, uh, and then we finished it off and mixed it and used all my used all my toys and yeah it's it made something special
0: i hope and yeah I, I think that's really cool in terms of yeah just that openness to it and, and and being able to sort of pivot and adjust in the studio you know it doesn't sound necessarily that it's too um you have these set ways of doing it it sounds like you do have that openness of of someone being like i'm not sure and you're like okay well let's see what we can do here yeah,
1: yeah. And on both ends of the spectrum, like I said, if you're not sure, it's okay. Well, I'll help you. Uh, but on the other side, it's like if you know what you want specifically, I'll help you get that too. And like genre-wise, I literally have done everything from from country to pop to metal to to rap. You know, like we did a song for Cadence Weapon with, uh, you know, with Factor. And, uh, you know, then I was working on some country, country pop stuff. And then the Sunset Kids are, you know, 80s electro folk pop, you know, and then Rainwolf is like grunge blues, you know, like it's, it's, uh, if you know, my, my attitude is if like, if you're good at what you do, I I want to help you, you know, It's it nice. doesn't matter what you do. If you're good at it, that's awesome.
0: Josh, really appreciate your time with this. Really appreciate uh, what what you do in our Saskatchewan yeah, community and beyond here. Um, you know, artist, uh, producer, uh, the space as well. Great community guy. And um, yeah, long time, long time member of the scene. So really appreciate it. Um, folks oh, who... Nice folks who are looking to get in touch with you what's what's some of the best ways they can get a hold of you to discuss a project or discuss some recording options yeah
1: no for sure um yeah probably just through the uh, the website uh, uh, the recording house com, and uh and then be happy to answer any questions and sit down for you know a coffee or a voice uh, or a, you know a zoom call like we're doing today and you know set up a meeting and then discuss the songs and and it's, it's, there's a whole bunch of creative ways that we can, can, uh, can come up to, to get music, make it, and get it out there
0: for you. Big thanks to Josh Palmer of The Recording House out in Saskatoon for spending time with us on the Saskatchewan Studio Spotlight. Thanks so much for joining us. Tune in again.